Hello, and welcome to Streaming Consciousness. Um, it is 11 p.m. at night, and I have no idea what I'm... You know, this was a bad idea. <clears throat> not not the actually doing the thing thing, but I think I should have... Um, because this is a question how men see masculinity it's it's an important question and it's and it's one that i definitely have and i would like to hear from men but i probably should have given them you know given a bit more warning this is all very what's the word i'm looking for um trying to think last minute so i decided to um, do this tonight. And I think probably it's just going to be about me for the moment. And I'll do a part two. So, um, there's a, there's a song from this music, musical called The Flower Drum Song. I think that's the name of it. Called I Enjoy Being a Girl. And <laughs> I do enjoy being a girl. But I don't have to think that much about what it means. Why I enjoy being a girl. Um, so I thought that perhaps since tonight I have, you know, I have a friend, dear friend who is very smart. He's like all the brains, um, who, I, who said he would come with me and do this particular, um, conversation, have this conversation with me. Um, and he's not available. I just, basically decided to do this at the last minute. So I think this will be a two-parter. I'm going to talk tonight probably about femininity as it relates to myself. And that's a difficult conversation because it's, it's weird. It's, what does it mean to be a woman? The sort of, mm, esoteric, essentialist, I don't know if I'm using the word essentialist correctly, because it's kind of new to me, and I'm not quite sure I believe in it. Um, definition. What does it mean to be a woman? I know when I was growing up, I was being fed the line that uh, there was no different difference between men and women. It was society that forced these differences upon us that were false. And there was literally no difference between men and women except for the shape of our bodies. And I guess the fact that women can give birth. Um, I never totally believed it, but I also didn't completely reject it. And I kind of wish that I had back then. It would have meant fewer arguments of my father, certainly. So for over the years, though, 
I found that there was this resurgence called an unhelpful, <laughs> I don't know, unhelpful to many kind of femininity, very basic idea of being a girl and what it meant, you know, to be a woman, uh, you know, the rules, which frankly, as sort of mm, basic as the book was, the sentiments were not that wrong, but it just didn't go far enough to me. Um, and you had this kind of, there's an, there was kind of this intellectual dishonesty, which came from wanting to be taken seriously by men in what had been overwhelmingly male spaces, which caused the women's movement to decide to go with the argument that there was literally no difference. Well, there isn't a lot of difference between men and women when it comes to um, the, the way the brains work and the way we, and our value, there is no difference. But at some point, different began to mean less equal. And that fair dues, female things were considered less important, less respected. So, you know, if you called a guy a woman, you were saying he was weak. If you said, you know, when people talk about their feminine side, it it means like their emotional side, as if men don't have emotions that already exist within their bodies, which don't require them to engage an entire other gender side to connect to. Though we have disconnected men from their emotions socially. So when I think about what it means to me to be a woman, I love the song. I love, I love the song, I Enjoy Being a Girl. But when you really think of it, it's, how does it go? Um, when I say I'm cute and funny and my teeth aren't teeth but pearls, I just lap it up like Honey, I enjoy being a girl. The things in the song, frankly, are kind of things that I have mostly never, ever done in my life. But the sentiment of actually enjoying being a woman, of being a girl, I've always enjoyed. I've never wanted to be a guy. I know people talk about penis envy. Freud has a lot to answer for. You know, that somehow all women envy men and wish to usurp their position and take their place and assume the mantle of masculinity. Hmm. I guess there are some people who still believe that, but it's not true. It's never really been true. Perhaps there are a couple. Perhaps there are some. I'm not talking about gender dysmorphia. I'm talking about, um, I'm talking about just this idea that all women wish they were men. I don't even think that all women wish that they had men's power. They mostly, I feel that we want to 
have the freedom of access to breaks, to uh, being taken seriously. Uh, we want opportunity. We want the same level of those things, respect, the assumption that you know what you're talking about when you open your mouth, that men seem to get with very little effort, even when they don't know what they're talking about. Oh, it drives me nuts. But it is, it's a boldness that they have. And, and, and while it is true that we do want the effect of those things, I'm not one of those women. And I don't think most women are the women who wish to have power over the world and over men. Mostly we just want to be left alone to live our lives. And we want the freedom of movement between careers and goal to pursue dreams and goals. But the way society is structured, it's structured in such a way, at least in America, where you've got to climb the other guy. You know, you've got to, you've got to, You've got to squash people on your way up. It's a very, metaphor is a great, I mean, not metaphor, but football is a great metaphor for the, the march to success for American people. It requires a lot of violence. And I kind of feel that is what women don't want. I don't, I want to go into a job interview and I want to negotiate my salary in good faith with the idea that perhaps I have needs or wants or goals financially and um, my boss has a different idea of, of, of what I should re- receive. And between the two of us, They have a different idea, not because they're trying to pay me less, but because they have a budget. And we, in between there, we find the spot. But instead, what it is, is that they're going to try, I know, you know, going into a negotiation that most likely the person that I'm speaking to is going to try to screw me. And high poetic. And so if I don't negotiate like a man for far more than I really want or need or whatever, then I'm not going to get the same salary as a guy does. If I choose, if I don't choose to put my family last on the list, I'm not going to have the same kind of career that a guy does. And that I think is what women want when we talk about equality. We don't want to be men. We just want to be girls who don't. (sighs) Eh, Anyway, so what does it mean to to me to be a woman? I think I've been describing it a little. I read a book by Camille Paglia and I can't remember the name of the book for the life of me. One of the things she said, which is, was hard for me to take, was that if 
if the world was consisted completely of women, you know, assuming that procreation was possible still, that um, if you had two villages, you gave the example of two villages on either side of a cliff face, right? A chasm. And men would build a bridge from one side to the other because they want to see what's over there. They want to go over there. And that women would be content to wave to the other women on the other side and go about their lives. As much as much as I want to disagree with that, as much as I want to say she's wrong and did say, I asked myself, what would I do? How would I feel? If I saw that there was, you know, my little village of, of ladies and our children. And then on the other side of this, I don't know, what do you call it? Ravine, whatever. There is another little village. What would I do? I got to be frank. I could care less about getting over there. You know, carrier pigeons, yeah, they'll, they'll work. Have pen pals. Uh, etc. No need to build a bridge. Zero. So I don't know if that's part of womanhood or not. Camille Paglia says so. She might be right. She might not be. I'm not sure. She's been right about a lot of things that um, many of us probably wish she hadn't been. So for me, When I think of womanhood, I think of strength. I think of beauty. I think of nurturing. I think of support. I think of creativity and love. Those are the qualities that are really important to me. Kindness, super important. As a woman, I don't know that they're inherent. I just know that they're mostly valued among women and attributed to women as valuable. And unfortunately, I'm not sure that society seems, sees those same qualities as valuable when exhibited by men. I'm really, hi Kush, it's good to see you. I'm not sure that society does, but I, I feel that those qualities are just as important for men. To have a dad who can, you know, when you fall down, pick you up and kiss you on the head and pat you on your bottom and send you off again to try some more. That's kindness and nurturing and love and super important and not something that feels the same when it comes from dad as it does when it comes from mom. So I struggle with this. I wonder if my ideas of femininity are social constructs or whether they are genuinely a part of who I am 
biologically? I wish I knew. I don't think we'll know probably for hundreds of years. And the idea of what it means to be a woman and what it means to be a man isn't something that's automatically put on you with superficial aspects before you're born, expectations. I have a cousin who I, I think, well, I have a couple of gay cousins, but I had one in particular who I adored. He was younger than I. And I remember when he was 10, nine or 10 years old, and we were headed somewhere and looking down into his face and seeing just this longing for our love and attention and um, affection. And I remember thinking to myself, oh, his dad isn't gonna like that. And I think it did. His differentness put, he's amazingly, astonishingly beautiful and talented. But that differentness put a barrier between him and his dad that had nothing to do with whether or not he was straight or gay. It had to do with whether or not he seemed manly enough. And to me, that I want, makes me want to cry. It made me want to cry that night when I saw it. I was like, I don't know, I think I was like 15. And I, could, and I knew it then. I didn't understand any of this stuff about the world or anything like that. But I understood my uncle. And I understood that that need, that desire, longing for affection and tenderness would not be something that would be okay with him. And that just seems like a crime to me because we all need it. So I'm very mixed up on the idea of what gender really means. I know that I have myself been, um, I'm emotional, so I cry sometimes. But what I've noticed is that in those tears, for men, there's a sense that they can no longer take you seriously because you've gotten emotional. Whereas for women, most of us understand that we are seldom more clear than when we are emotional. We might make more decisions that are where emotion plays a part, but we have not lost the plot just because there are tears in our eyes. I mean, ask any woman who's ever cried to get out of a ticket whether or not she was thinking clearly. Okay? We can do both at the same time, which kind of makes me wonder whether or not that is the case for men. Can you be super, super emotional about something and also think clearly about the issue? Maybe they don't. I don't know. Do you? <laughs> These are questions that I have. Um, so anyway, 
this is all very confusing for me. Um, and I'm not going to be on long, but I, I just, I did want to ask these questions because I wanted to, I was hoping that someone could give me answers so that I, I could understand. Oh, and we have someone who wants to call in. That's awesome. Okay, Alphonse. I am picking you up. And I'm hoping that I, you can hear me. Can you hear me? I, oh, I, I can I hear you hear perfectly. You. you cannot hear me? Hello, hello. Hello, hello. Hello. Let's work out this communication issue. Can you hear me? Uh-oh. Test, test, test. Test one, test two. I wonder why I can't hear you. Can you type something? I think I'm having I, technical difficulties. Tell so her I can give hear me her a beautiful voice. And I'm going to try to get this right. Can you hear me now, ma'am? Would you like to me? Would you like me to use a more masculine voice? She's trying to figure it out right now. Okay, we'll give her time. It's fucking super fun. <laughs> now let's go look up the definition of masculinity. What do you think it is? I don't know. <laughs> what do you mean? My profile pick is Beetlejuice Hill before he acts as in. I'm ready. I'm ready. Defamatory? Okay, so like no N words anymore. No, it's, it, it pops up for every single one, but I don't know. Well, you, you told me not to use it. All right, we're going to downside this one. Dude, I could have done some damage in that one. Give her some time to figure out her tech. I don't want to gonna smack you. Ready? Here it is. Here's the definition of masculinity. Right. Handsome, muscled, driven. I think anybody can hear me. I'll plug you in on this one. Okay, I'm gonna go to a different one test you. Find me something I can thrive in. She's not answering, man. She's not answering. Alright, so you know.